minutes, 38 minutes of the Friday night mate. Hello, Dorkers. Welcome back this week. It's Monkey and here to digest it all the happenings of the Friday night, mate. How you doing? I'm doing well, mate. Just keeping everyone guessing which day we're going to record. We're yeah. sort of changing it up every week. I'm kind of a fan of that. Um, yeah, wildcard today. You were like, yeah, you've been nipping at the bud since I think Saturday or maybe even earlier. You're like Monday. Let's I had the go. day off, so I thought it'd be perfect to get it done today, mate. I'm um, straight, yeah, straight out of the work clothes in the booth. You're still in the work clothes. Oh, what yeah, so well, straight, straight from work. Monkey's wearing his uh, high vis just for those that can't see him because I'm the only one that can see him. Well, you can see me with my, you must be able to see me quite easily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's very obvious that it's very highly visible, may I say. Um, very good, mate. So, what's the go? What have you been up to this week? It's only Monday. Yeah, only Monday. <laughs> no, good. It was a good weekend. Unfortunately, spent Friday watching the Dockers. Um, but that's all right. Got to enjoy a nice bit of pizza at and the pub. Or? Nah, got a nice takeaway pizza and just enjoyed it from the lounge room, which was, which wasn't as relaxing as I'd hoped. I started watching it. I had my hoodie on and I kind of had the hoodie wrapped tight over my forehead and then like tight just below my nose, almost like a ninja pulled, mask. Like you pulled it really the drawstrings. Tight yeah. from the, nah, not no no not not nah. So I didn't pull the drawstrings like a Kenny style. I more had like my fingers at the back of my head and like uh. <laughs> so I was like a ninja cloak. And I yeah, literally okay. was just like I couldn't I was like just and I'd like look down a little bit because I was like, oh man, I can't watch. I can't, I don't know if I can do this anymore. But uh yeah that was Friday. That was my relaxing Friday night mate. What about you? Well, I was at work, so working in ED that oh, evening um, and uh, managed to get away just before three-quarter time. Uh, so I saw the end of the third quarter and saw the beginning of the fourth quarter. I saw Tabs' goal um, and, you know, it was like, oh, we're on here. And then basically was just watching the scores and then I had my phone on the computer and watched like the last few minutes. <clears throat> So I saw us, you know, get forward, saw the like brace your, like, should we just go through the game? <laughs> hey, hit, hit the score and we will uh, launch right into it. So 7-10-52 to 7-10-52. Yeah, um, pretty, pretty boring pretty from both teams. Between the 50s, both teams were really good, but it was once they uh, walked that thing across the arc, they unscrewed the head and popped the pumpkin on. And even Richmond were... They were terrible inside 50. I don't know yeah. who was leading the charge, but it's like neither team really wanted to. Um, but they were so good in between the arcs. Um, I think pressure for both teams was right up there and they were playing like quite good footy. It's probably a match that deserved to be like, you know. 80 to 80. <laughs> yeah, a little bit higher. I think the quality was a bit better. But uh, well, Before we go through individual things, I was just having a look at the team stats then. And it's a bloody even game on the stat sheet yeah. too. So we won possession. We had a fair few more possessions, 398 to 342. Um, 
51 inside 50s to 50. So Frio had the 50. Uh, we were a little bit more efficient, 76%, 69%. Um, 16 free kicks apiece, 34 hit outs to Freo, 32 to Richmond, 39 hit outs to 28 to Richmond. So we won clearances quite uh, significantly, and that was mainly stoppage clearances. We won by 12. Contested possessions are both within a couple. Uncontested possessions, we won by 60. So obviously we were sharing the ball around a little bit more. We had more turnovers by nine. Each team had 41% of possession for the match. Um, marks, we had about 10 more marks. Uh, they had a few more marks inside 50. We had a few more contested marks. Uh, obviously, the score was very um, even. Tackles, was uh, they had a, a couple more, but it was about 60 each. Tackles inside 50, 14 to 13. Um, but it was just like <laughs> you, you go down and it's within a few for every stat line um, yeah. except a couple. Um, and I only saw, you know, a patch of the game and I've watched large patches since then. But obviously I heard that um, quarter two and quarter three are a bit of a slog. So I haven't really uh, haven't yeah. really delved too deeply into that. Um, we defended really well in those parts. Um, we were being let down in the front half. I think like, Pier- although Piers probably, mate, we'll talk about him a little later. But as a whole, I think him, Cox, Ryan, um, I think Walker, they probably defended slightly better than Richmond. There were a few that we were able to, like even 60-40 contests where we were maybe lacking, we were able to defend, deflect and, and get it out there. And to be honest, that probably that probably saved us. That's probably the reason we drew the game because our forward line did not draw us the game. Our forward line did everything but. Um, yeah, I agree. Well, the forward pressure helped us. So it was the forwards coming up and putting the pressure on late that actually helped us. But it was the defensive pressure that that won us that, that got us the two points. Um, so one part of the game that I do know very well is the last couple of minutes, particularly the last two minutes. So <laughs> we'll just run through that quickly. So we have the ball. We go to kick to Brayshaw in the center yeah. square. It goes slightly high, but he... Should have marked it, but as he's coming down, he looks to the player coming on and the ball hits the deck. So it was it was sort of a unlucky kick, but also Brayshaw would be like, I need to be better than that as well. And no uh, knock on the kid, he's a bloody jet and like Mate. you're allowed to make a mistake. Without him, we would have lost that game by it's, four It's goals. 90, 90% the kick. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, and then they do an awesome kick hit up to Bolter, 40-something yeah. metres out. But the boys stayed switch on. So Bolter takes forever. The umpire clearly blows the whistle. Like you can hear it on the broadcast, like clearly blows the whistle and says, move along. He still stays there, gets called to play on. Freddie comes from nowhere and smothers it. Um, Schultz is on the scene pretty quickly as well. They get a knock on by Cox. We end up getting the ball forward. Like it's unreal how we got that ball out. Then, unfortunately, it goes down the other end again when it floats around the wing. Um, and um, it takes not one but two tacks. So, Young had about, I reckon, 15 efforts in the last two minutes. Like, no joke. Yeah. I think he was near the ball, either getting the ball or doing a tackle or doing a block or doing a tap on about 15 times. So, Clark tackles, I think it was Baker, nearly gets him holding the ball. And then um, then there's another tackle back there as well. We end up getting holding the ball. I have no idea how Richmond did not score a point in that like yeah, 
you know, from two minutes to a minute, you know, to, to 40 seconds left, 30 seconds left. Like there's unreal defense. And then we get it forward and I feel like it was just the bobble of the ball that ended up the ball back in there. Like there was just a, a slight bounce and it went the wrong way and then suddenly Richmond are running back forward and then that kid plays on. Like it was just yeah. mental how that how and that he, game. And he played on and really, even if there was enough time, Jordan Clark would have tackled him. So it was a terrible, terrible decision. Yeah, he was right to, there. Yeah, and I mean – that was, yeah, that was awkward. I was wondering if they were going to pay 50. I was like, oh, here we go. Infringement. Oh, no. That's that what I was thinking. The Dockers ending to it. No, but in their defense, Buck, if they ever needed a bit of belief in how they can defend, like that was so desperate. Like um, I was very, very impressed watching. I was like, I have no idea how we escaped with that. Um, JLo makes a pretty good point and he's like, well, yes, we were lucky in the last couple of minutes, but also we defended really well. But then earlier in the quarter, we were unlucky in the fact that we butchered opportunities and should have scored more. One in particular that I did watch was coming out of the middle. We finally hit a lead-up target in Loeb, 30 metres out. I was like, oh, my Lord. Like, that was it perfect. Did, I don't think he made the distance, did he? But, oh, yeah. No, he kicked the ball, I think, into the crowd to his direct left. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was lucky to score a point. Um, Mate, it was a great lead up, but terrible kick. Um, so I think the first 15 of the last quarter, we were really strong and that was that, but just didn't hit the scoreboard and we're unable yeah. to reverse some of that pressure and um, hats off to Richmond that last five minutes they got on top. They but, melted though. Yeah. Uh, Richmond would be so pissed off. We need, where was Monday? Where was the Monday point? This was Monday's well, time to shine. <laughs> Well, they had it going down the wing. Trav Collier decided that he'd hit the deck and just like not be able to handball. Um, yeah. And things like that were going on. But the match was probably. Collier and, probably comes out of the team, unfortunately. Huge, huge props to Young. I think Young was easily yeah, our best. best. I think He's probably that, best on ground. Mate, he, he is becoming formidable. Um, just crucial, like just dominant, reads to play better than people who have played hundreds of games, intercept marks, like plays a lot taller than what he is, plays Agreed. a lot stronger than overhead. what he is, yep. um, kicks and disposes the ball so well, uh, crazy. So kudos to um, Young. My negative, which where I believe we may have had issues, this is probably where someone went to the game, Juddy, with an old cat gun like a big old explosive cat gun, loaded it with a few cat tens. I think loaded just, it with 10 cats and fired oh, them all at the same time, bazooka style. Mate. Straight oh, at Pierce's face. Oh, that was such a terrible mistake, wasn't it? I, um, I don't know what Alex Pierce, and we did so well to like rebound that back to him and get into space. And then he kicks his own foot. Yeah, I know. That's probably how he hurt his ankle, um, um, kicking the ground. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. He, yeah, he's, but that, he was so good late in the game, though. So I saw him oh, take so many intercept yeah. marks and, yep. like, you know, earned his earned his money and some. But oh, oh those he, cat tens kill us. So he kill between us. him, Young, Ryan, Cox, and Walker, like I said, they drew the game for us. No one up forward. I mean, Brayshaw missed two that he he should have easily got one of them. I think. Um, Tabernard didn't make the distance. I think Fife missed one it, out on the full. But again, with Tabs, he kicks that one from the pocket, 
but he can't kick the, you know what I mean? Like it just, it yeah. kills me with tabs. I'd prefer I, him to just kick the easy one and miss the, miss the hard one. And then we'd be like, yeah, that's fine. But the fact that he was, gets it the other way around is more annoying. Yeah. There reason. was a, just a, some terrible displays in front of goal. And I really take into account the Pierce one, you get one of the Brayshaw ones. I think there were two that two set shots that, did not make the distance. I know one was tabs. I don't. I, I oh, that doesn't Logan sound like the Dockers, does it? <laughs> <It's>, I, <laughs> Brandon Matera come back in, did he? The pigeons mothers incident. Uh, we are currently, and I think that's where we're letting ourselves down. We've lost a lot of potency up forward, and I think there's been, and we'll probably now move on and talk about where we think we've gone wrong and maybe where changes come and improvement comes. But I think we've got a little bit too romantic with the Rat Pack. And I think we've just like yeah, loved yeah. that. Oh, we've, yeah, we've, yeah, yeah. We've fallen in, fallen in love with that Melbourne game and things like that. Because I'm not sure, like in a game like that, I thought we lacked a bit of dominance in the air and like in between the arcs. And as we've talked about, like Sean Darcy's a bit down, like he seems a bit flat. We lose Rory Lobb. We kind of lack that dominant outlet kick, and we have for the last couple of weeks, and I reckon that's... It's a contested mark. It's the contested yeah, mark. I reckon but that's killing us. People that were like, oh, if Lob was there... Like, no. I don't know if Lob's taken any contested marks. He's taken no. that one that you pop directly out in front of him. But, yeah, I'm a little bit off that call. Um, but anyway, he might be back this week. He might be too soft. I thought... the So Lob goes out. I didn't like the fact – well, I don't mind the fact that we run Logue in the, in the centre, but why not play – like, so we didn't – I don't think we travelled with Lloyd Meeks. I don't think it was a chance to happen, but why don't we just play Meeks so that Logue can play forward in lob spot? Like, wouldn't that be a more natural solution? Isn't that a better solution to that problem? Like, So, yeah, I'm pretty sure Meek the week before was best on ground for Peel, had like 25 touches and kicked I'll goal. I'll get his stats and, up this week. Mate, he had there was, another blinder. Did it? Was he good this way? So this week it was wet as well. It was terrible weather on Saturday here. Like it was the one of the wettest days I've seen in a while. Um, heaviest rain. It would have been a terrible day to play footy. Um, so if he did had good stats this week, then good on him. But the previous week it was like twenty five and a goal or something. Um, he was. Meek he was, had he had thirty two hitouts, eighteen disposals, and four marks. Yeah, so he's he's killing it. And that was in a wet day for a ruck. Um, so he's in some really good form. We'll talk about who should come in coming up because a few of those guys played really well. Um, but yeah, I agree. I thought selection was probably a bit weird, um, but I don't know if another. Uh, it's hard to tell. It's it's sort of we're all PhD in hindsight type thing. But yes, we do go. Okay, we're not getting good targets inside forward 50. What should we do? Let's put more small players in there. It's like, yep. how is that going to help us? You know how the ball's coming in. <laughs> and you're playing with, I mean, yeah, it, I, I would just, I think it's like it should be quite crucial. Or it's worked well to play Logue forward. It's like, oh, we lose Lob or we'll put Logue in the ruck. It's like, well, no, nah, it's worked well in the forwards. Let's leave him there. He's been playing there. He's been playing well. Let's keep him there. Let's bring Meek in. He can ruck with Darcy. Darcy can roll forward. And then we've got Logue, Fife yep. and Tabs to try kick a score. Whereas we left ourselves with, you know, Fife's only kick one. He's still coming back. So really like the grunt work was on Tabs. And and then we play Collier as the sub. Like, it, what I don't understand. The sub should be like 
a key position player or something. Nah, the I, sub's like a runner. I, I, I don't mind that. But what did you oh, think about how yeah. Richmond just subbed a guy because he had cramp? Yeah, they that, subbed that, their tall gonna... player. Real dodge, eh? That's just the rule. That's like no one's policing this injury sub rule. You don't have to be injured anyway. Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's frustrating, but uh, I don't know. We'll see, see how they change it this week because it's a draw. And also there are a lot of guys that were down and we definitely didn't play well to get the draw. It wasn't like it was like 90 to 90 and it was one of those huge, like, you know, it was sort of like some bad play. And uh, anyway, um, mate, we have a dick talk this week. Did you see what we got sent? No. Um, I'll get my uh, Facebook messenger up because it was from that. Sorry. I should have had it up already. I thought I thought I did. Um, pretty good one. I was pretty. It's like a um, pretty original dick talk too. Um, <laughs> someone tagged us in it. How do I get to my tags? Um, anyway, we got tagged in it. Whoever tagged in it, thank you very much. I'll take too long to bring it up. It's posted by Willie Pike. So William Pike's Facebook page. I don't know if it's actually him or just a punting page. Um, it's a challenge. If you and your best mate best bet for Saturday both lose you have to get this as a tattoo and so basically what it is is when you shake hands there's like the balls of the shaft of a dick on one of the like thumb webbings and then the rest of the dick on the other one so when you shake hands it looks like a dick <laughs> pretty sweet I'll post it <laughs> I'll post I'll um send it to you right now so you can see it um but well, and maybe we can post it as well but it's pretty funny I thought that was good the way our punting's been going and our multis have been going, we're probably we're probably almost due. We got we got rescued on Friday night. That's the first time in the past three weeks we've made it past Friday, and it's only because of the draw. So it didn't yeah, really matter true. what we We got close with Port and Essendon. We were we were sniffing around on those. We got the wrong way around with um Melbourne and Geelong. So probably and I think you're off the Bulldogs. I think you were just you're just not happy tipping the Bulldogs. Yeah, I wasn't. Oh, mate, they keep nah. killing me. <laughs> yeah, of they, course no, it's the week and, I don't tip them. That they. Yeah. Um. Now, so that was our dick talk. We haven't had a dick talk in a while. Now, no. the first of our hidden dinners is probably oh. my favourite, and I've got a little theme song for it. Hidden dinners section. Oh God. <laughs> just playing through my earphones. That's not what I want. <laughs> as long as you can hear it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I want you to be out of here. Oh, it does work. That worked. Uh, so Monday was on 369 games. So a bit of get oh. low, 369. Um Oh, that was pretty sweet. Monday, 369. That's a good hidden dinner. Um, there's, there's the awesome stat going around him with him being, what's he played 200 in his home state? He's the first person to do it from WA or something. From not Victoria. Yeah. Not Victoria, yeah. which is wild. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, isn't it? It's um, wild A stat. lot of games. He's definitely his last season, though. There's no yeah. way he's going on. <laughs> um, the other hidden dinner this week was Fife was on 169 career goals prior to this week. It's pretty sweet. Hidden? Um, yeah, hidden. 
169 and 369. So that's pretty good. Fife and Monday, um, bringing home the, the, the dinner. Keep sending um, them in. Did we copy yeah, keep sending them in. I think that was from Mago and Duck, maybe. And then yeah, the Duck other one, mention. Um, we got a hit up by, uh, oh, I just had it up. Sir Jimmy Nathan Maverick. Fortius. Uh, Timmy Maverick hit us with a, oh, yeah, he did too. Another third hit and dinner. Timmy Maverick, Geelong were on 69 and then they went First, to win. Yeah, so They went on to win. First 69 wins as always. Um, <clears throat> here we go. And then, yeah, Sir Nathan Porteous hit us up with Monday being on 369 games. So that's pretty sweet. Um, thanks we for, probably, yeah, hit us up. I heaps people we, chatting to us. It's good. One of us we probably back to you pretty quickly. We failed to mention um, Jake Bazzuto's hidden dinner one. I think he did it maybe two weeks ago. Do you remember the, um, it was like the Illuminati? Oh, <laughs> yeah, hang on. I'll get it back up. I've got Fuck. it. I've. I've got it Keep here. So it. When we beat Port Adelaide by, we should have really brought this up. When we beat Port Adelaide, Aisha's stats. So he had two goals plus 29 disposals, plus his 15 kicks, plus 14 handballs, plus eight marks, plus one tackle. You get 69. Yeah, I know. That was unreal. Good work, so, Jake Pizzuto. Yeah. Um, seen him everywhere. Mate, so good. Um. Yeah, no, there were some real good ones. Yeah, we, we sometimes forget just because we're um, a very professional operation. But uh, please send them in. And we do laugh at them regardless of whether we remember to say talk about them or not. <laughs> um, mate, so I have a few things to talk to you about, about AFL queries. and Dockers. I want to know your thoughts and then I'll invariably jump in with my thoughts at some stage. Um, so talking about... Lob may be going. Uh, Jackson may be coming in. We've also got Darcy and we've also got Meek. Now, we were having a discussion in the um, in our Dockers okay. thread this week and it was like, all right, so we've, we've got Lob, who's a forward ruck, who's a very good pinch-hitting ruck and this season is a very good forward but is a bit of a shit kicker. We've got Darcy, who's a great grunt ruckman. Um, can always improve around the ground, but he's a great grunt ruckman and he gets possessions too. Meek is a great backup and also would probably play at a lot of clubs. He'd probably play at like five or six other clubs as the primary ruck. Yeah. And then we're bringing in Jackson, who is a young ruck forward, I guess. Like he's pretty raw still. He's had some really good games, but also he's had some very quiet games. He's like 20. Um, how does it all work? Like, what, what's your opinion on it? I don't think we bring in Jackson. I think it's silly paying overs for him. Like, if we had a huge hole in the ruck department, I reckon it's worth bringing him in. But he plays for Melbourne, um, team that's doing very, very well. And, and he's a backup ruck to Gorn. So it's like yeah. he comes on when they're tired of playing Gorn. Yeah, which it's not is, like he's the one that wears them down. Oh, I don't know. I'm really, really nervous that we're going to crow slash Hogan this trade period and just bring in Jackson for five first rounders. And it depends how much you see his growth in the forward line, but we've we've really got the curse of replacing Pav. Like we haven't done it properly since he left. I mean, Hogan was not great. I mean, Tabs is all right. Like we just. Down back, we've just come up trumps, but up forward, we've. I don't think Jackson's the solution unless yep. you're paying. Unless you're paying. Well, Amiss has know. played a game. He'll be back next year. 
and it's not a soft tissue injury. It's an organ injury, yeah. <laughs> which, which as stupid as that sounds, it's not like he's done a knee. He's hurt an organ that just needs time to recover. Um, I, I feel like a miss is still going to be awesome. And if he comes in as a second tall, um, he'll be awesome. He's going to take a while. If, yeah, I lean towards the buddy thing. Oh, I'd love to bring Buddy in. I, I would definitely do that for whatever. Lean... Whatever Lob's getting paid, Lob's on seven hundred a year. Yeah. Um. And it, but the best thing is Lob's contracted. So say he wants to go somewhere, and we go okay, but we're going to want some compensation. And they go, no, we don't want to trade for him. Then we go, okay, then you're not going to get him. All right, Lob, do do your work. You've just had your best season you've ever played in your life at our club, and you want to leave or sit out next year, like. Yeah, you're not going to be worth much next year if you do that. So he's got to. We, we can hold him to his contract. I I would much rather go after um, Buddy. I reckon one, he can still kick goals, and two, um, worth the risk, and also just be sick playing Buddy in some Dockers colours. Like be pretty oh, rowdy. And we spoke about it the other week. It bypasses our deficiency, which is the inside fifty kick. He kicks him yeah. for fifty five. If we had someone <laughs> that's kicking him for fifty five, mate, we'd be the best team in the AFL. We just, we're very good at getting the ball to 60 to 55 out from goal. We're just not very good at getting a good shot from 30. And when he, we do yeah. get it, we miss it anyway. So, uh, he's, I don't know. He's getting, he's getting on. Surely Sydney give him one more year. He's a year older than me, mate. So he's 35 this year. I reckon you're wild <laughs> not to give him another year. Yeah. Oh, why not? Um, all right. My next one is the Medi sub rule, sort of already touched on. They yeah. either need to open this up to say it's for anything or they need to say it's for injuries only and we need proof or else you'll get fined a hundred thousand dollars or you know what you know something like that or they need to say it's for concussion only <laughs> like <laughs> you can't just be like yeah you can sort of be injured like there's this loose rule that doctor has said you probably will be out for the next 12 days that guy had cramp <laughs> Yeah, well, they should have to. It should be if you get, I don't know, they'll bring in something once it affects a game. It'll be standard AFL policy making. Like once it affects a game and someone yeah. wins based on it, they'll change it. But, but I reckon if you get. If Richmond had have won, say Maurice Rioli kicked a goal to win the game, yeah. then we could be like, all right, so why did he come on? Oh, this guy yeah. had cramp. Oh, cramp is the new 12 day injury, is it? Like, yeah, but I feel like that's all. It's just going to happen. It will happen. Or it's as gonna, soon as one team's activated, the other team should be able to activate. You don't have to, but you can. And that way it's it's not unfair. Yeah, I, I still think it's a weird... I reckon if you're getting subbed out, you've got to have that. It's got to be 12 days. Like, they're not playing next week. If they're getting yeah. subbed out... Um, and if they're they not injured, really... you cut their dick off. It's dick <laughs> amputations. You just end up the whole body. But what's no injured, dick. mate? Because we're coming in. This is like <laughs> ready to go. You have an injury. You're All on right. the chopping block. Speaking of uh, rules impacting games and the AFL bringing in a knee jerk rule, thoughts on the new ducking interpretation? Uh, uh, how good? How fun? Like I, as wrong as it was a decision, Ginevan getting put in a headlock in a tackle yeah. and getting called play on was the funniest thing ever. They were just like, mate, this is, this is your rule. And you've just done the same thing. Of, of course it should have been high. Like you can't just put someone in a headlock. He got but, his um, head ripped off. Oh man. <laughs> he was nearly choked out. Like we nearly tapped him out. It's funny um, that they, they create these situations for themselves and they can't, 
they can't umpire themselves out of it. Like they've created it and then, then they've got a, they've, so they're flippy floppied one way and then they've just got a knee jerk the other way to find a bit of an equilibrium. Like yeah. don't worry about what you're going to pay, not pay. Just, just pay what's there and pay what's don't. Don't let players influence your decision. Like yeah. that's, that's the go. Like if it, and if it looks like a free, pay the free. Like if it looks like he lowered himself. and If he lowers himself and the tackle starts. So I think what they've said, if the tackle starts good, and then the player makes it high. That's different yeah. to if you just come and punch him in the head. Like you can't, you can't hit anyone high as the first contact. Whereas that was immediately around the neck. Like he came in and got him in a headlock. Oh, and it wasn't I, just like he got him and it stopped. He like kept choking yeah. him. It was yeah. unreal. <laughs> it the the starting on the shot. Like this is where it'll be hard. Like if it's a legitimate looking tackle and the player has put effort into getting it up to the head. I understand that. But like, if it's a glance and like the player's just not, you know, he's never going to lay that tackle and he's kind of just let it go to smack him in the head. I can see the point in paying that high because you're not laying a proper tackle. You've just kind of, he's just shrugged you and you've just like basically just like cling to his neck. So yeah, yeah, it's a a very tough one to umpire. Yeah. They were always going to same. It's going to cause the same problem in reverse that they'll not pay or they'll pay. You know what I mean? Like they haven't cleared it up for everything. They've just made another element of, yeah. Anyway, I, I, to, in, in, after saying that, I really enjoyed that tackle. Like, that is so funny. That it was always going to happen. What's he going to do? He'll be like, "Mate, you you cry wolf, and then a wolf comes, and you cry yeah. wolf again." The umpires aren't going to pay it. I Mate, put it. It's like Walters, they, man. Walters did it for so long um, that the umpires stopped paying him. They're like, "Mate, you're making us look like a dickhead, so we're not going to pay you any free kicks anymore." And then Walters sucks, and it's like, "Well, don't play for free kicks." But, yeah. He got. He got done. Walters got done, got done holding the ball, the ball. On the, in yeah, one of all. the weirdest, like old mates holding on to him before he even gets the ball and then gets done and it's a goal. And it's like, oh, yeah, I suppose. I was like, yeah, that's pretty. I was like, yeah, good decision that results in a goal. I hate those 50-50 ones that they pay within within the goal kicking. It's yeah, like you've there should ru- be different they, rules in the they, board 50 oh, in there. It, it, <laughs> to add another complex be, rule into the AFL. It shouldn't be different rules, but it should be blatant and obvious. Like you shouldn't be paying a light-hearted one. Um, it's like the soft fifty that takes someone from seventy out to twenty out from going. You're just like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. What about how Collingwood have won by under a goal against like basically the entire bottom of the ladder? <laughs> yeah. How have they not dropped one? Like they are. Like either what happens with them is they get on the biggest roll ever and just steamroll and win the flag. Or they play a team that's not on the bottom of the ladder and they are going to get done. Well, they don't play anyone good to I think they play Melbourne in two weeks. Yeah. And that'll be a huge test for them. But it will. I mean, if they can finish top four, um, yeah, if they can finish top four playing back in Melbourne, especially if they get Geelong. And I don't think, I think they still go down to Alphabet Stadium in that first round, don't they? It depends. They need two at the MCG or they need two in Melbourne on well, the first round. If it's Collingwood Geelong, they'd play it at the G because Collingwood yeah. drew a crowd. So that's the bullshit thing. If it's us yeah. versus Geelong, you know, we're fucking going to Alphabet Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to <laughs> um, so, mate, the world's the oyster for them, especially yeah, when they're done. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Um, one last thing. So, Jamara played a blinder, obviously. Kick, kick five or something. Kick that huge goal to seal the game. Three in the last. 
um, three in the last, was it? Um, I missed that game. But um, how's the media bagging him for two years been like, why is he not playing? Why is he doing this? Like, your shit, what a terrible pick. And now they're going to be like, well, he's the rise. He's the best player we've ever seen in our life. He's the new yeah, buddy. Um, he's the new buddy. He's the new dusty buddy hybrid that's going to win, you know, the Coleman Brownlow. Uh, and then as soon as you watch, as soon as they build him up, they'll just bring him back down again as soon as he has something like an injury or something. It's classic media cycle. His last goal was very, very impressive. Um, I think it was like, it was awesome, but it was like he's had a pot shot from outside. It was like a little bit lucky. <laughs> it wasn't like he was doing that all day. He was on. Nah. His other his other four goals were all lead up. Mark and well, yeah, that's good. set shot. He took actually he took two good contest. He took a good contested and went back with it in the last quarter. But the three before that were good lead ups to thirty and just went back and slotted how, it. But how no about how he was pick one? The year, what did the dogs come on the ladder? Like eighth or seventh or something? Yeah, they had the pro- they came uh, seventh and they got first pick. Like, can we? That is ridiculous. And it was the same. <laughs> <laughs> that is so ridiculous. Didn't they get Sam Darcy last year as well? Um, who was Father picked two son. or something. Yeah, but like and they were they played in the grand final, like the draft concession thing for you know father son and um academies pretty ridiculous. Like They're Collingwood well. last year getting um pick one as well with Dacos. Dacos, yeah. Everyone it's- just gets fucked, you just get shuffled back three picks. It's um, good that good that Bulldogs are coming at the right time, that right before they play us. Hopefully, Jamara uh, kicks, yeah. kicks like another six before we have to go over there. Well, it's good that he's been played into form already. To be fair, um, very good. Anything else you had that that came up? Nah, that's it for the AFL week. I was keen to talk about the Ginevan, but we can probably shift the attention to unfortunately what we got. Uh, got rolling this in this week. week. Yeah, oh, mate. Friday night, Jody will be there. Um, oh. mate, I've got my retro Guernsey as well. And ordered that? No, no, no. It's from um, I think it's from last year, um, or maybe the year before. Um, the older one, not the new one, but they're pretty similar anyway. Um, and do you remember ages ago, like maybe four years ago, five years ago? I told you I bought this Dockers bomber jacket which is just like this big woolly jacket with this Docker symbol on the back. I've realized that I didn't wear it to the last game. So that's getting a run this weekend as well. No, so just Friday night, Friday night, I've got a um, pretty retro scarf as well, like the one with the green, red. It'll um, be, yeah, because we've got the 3D white. anchor coming out for it, yeah. don't we? Which is a horrible kit. Mate, the three is so bad. I would 3D. never buy that. Like, I wouldn't buy that again. But um, but it held good gags, mate. I um, mate, do you remember early on when I said I after the Adelaide game, I said um, what's his name? Uh, who's the president? The CEO? Garlic. Simon Garlic gave us a lift from the airport um in his cab to go watch the Adelaide game, and uh, he told us that they're bringing out some sweet retro gear. Well, the only quarrel I've got with... um, Check the tapes. The only thing I've got wrong with the Dockers merch at the moment is they won't release the old corduroy hat. Seems like... Well, it just keeps getting sold out, doesn't it? How's that jacket they had today? The retro jacket was pretty sweet. 
150 bucks though for like this plastic yeah. jacket. Why not make more? Like, obviously, uh, they're, they're worth like 10 bucks. Make fucking thousands of them, you idiot. You don't want to have leftover stock of that stuff, though, obviously. Uh, they've made it clear. Yeah. Mate, made it, because it uh, wouldn't last through a winter. Like, that's no. the problem. Right. I reckon as soon as a drop of water hits it, it disintegrates. Um, no, very good. Uh, shall we talk about this week and then have a punt? Yeah. Yeah. Melbourne wise, um, Friday night's going to be huge. It's obviously, Ooh. I think it's do or die for us at this point. Um, when does the injury list come out? Is it? So today? I've got it in front of me. So oh, Lob's a test. Read my mind. And Hamling's a test. A lob apparently trained, didn't look great, but trained, like was yeah. running around. Um, Fife wasn't out there. And I think Alex Pierce hurt his ankle but played out so probably one of those ones so he's not on the play. list five's tba and Swakowski's tba which is- yeah so five looks like a standard one apparently like it'll be hopefully he's back for um gws round 23 yeah Possibly. but i don't know what and then Melbourne- he should just play full um so we'll swap we'll rotate Melbourne, out. i think i saw salem hurt himself yeah, I was um, gonna... and he's a pretty good defender, pretty good like running defender. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, in terms of so Fife's definitely out. Yep. Um, a few of the Peel players that did really well. Um, Tucker was yep. apparently best on, kicked like two goals, three or something. It was pretty wet, so give him a, had thirty odd touches. Um. Croden had about 30 touches. Wilson was very good. Wilson was really good. And so was Hughes on the wing. (laughs) Hughes kicked two goals, I think. I reckon Um, you could almost bring Wilson back. Monty's getting pretty excited. um, Especially the way that Melbourne match up up forward. (laughs) Like they're quite deadly and quite small. I think it would, I don't mind seeing Wilson um, come back into the side. You're going to sort out out your bird. Oh, the bird's going to come jump on the app for a little while. Burb. Yeah, he's all right. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know who else we move in or out, whether we, we drop a small forward or if we do anything there. I think but Collier I, goes out. I don't think Collier did enough when he came on as a six. He had a half a footy. Yeah. Um, mate, Banners just keeps, like, he's not dangerous for... 80 to 90% of his time on ground, and then he'll kick a goal. And we'll be like, well, I guess he stays. He's, and they obviously like him, and he's a good bloke, and he puts on pressure when, like, he must be doing things that they want him to do. Hey, he kicks goals. Yeah. He just loves that hook on the left, doesn't he? He's, he hey, should he, just play in the tab's pocket, basically. He should always be there, and they should just kick it to space, and he just runs onto it and hooks and goals. I think no matter what, like, unless we play Logue down back in that defensive role that started all this, like if we play him up for, sorry, if we play him up forward, but defensively on, on May, oh on yeah, May, let's just go back to game. that. So yeah, let's go back to that and see if he can't get knocked out. But I, I really think it's important that Griffin Logue plays a whole game up forward. I reckon it's the only time we've kind of like in recent form, we've had Kick any, f- yeah. and just had Scored. any fluency. Like we just can't score. And yeah, I, I do believe yeah. we've got a little bit, a uh, little bit too much in love with the Rat Pack, and they're, I think they're so. doing they're doing well, but they're just not going to kick bags at the moment. I just can't see them. Um, 
The other thing I was thinking was, so if Collier comes out, maybe we get someone else in there, but um, like it's going to be wet. So bringing in another tall is tricky, but I guess someone's coming in for Fife who was playing like a medium tall forward. Um, I don't know. It's going to, selection is going to be a bit shit this week, but I'm kind of into it because it'll be a little bit of like, um, you know, we can't just wait for five to kick three or four. No. It'll be more like, all right, we're going to need Acres to get 25 touches. We're going to need, you know, Ace to be good. We're going to need, you know, the 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 forwards to be um, uh, putting pressure on and uh, and really impacting. Um, oh, you just had a little freeze then. I just had a very good look at your face for a bit. Um, <laughs> I'm back now. <laughs> You're back now. Um, we're going to need all that pressure from the forwards, like Freddie and Schultz and um, Banners, I guess, <laughs> for want of a better. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we can't be shit in the bed this week. We, this is such a good test for us. We yeah. played bad Sydney, Sydney on a Saturday mm-hmm. night. We've got Friday night against the Tigers. We're on the Friday. We're on the night. We're on the prime time stretch, and we can't start shooting the bed now. We have to play well. So, um, kind of looking forward to it. And Brisbane what? are down at the MCG against Richmond. Collingwood have got Port Adelaide at the MCG. So, it's, well, it's in our hands. It's in our yeah, hands. So it's an opportunity if we can get back up to fifty-four points and hope that one of Melbourne, Brisbane, and Collingwood lose. Um, we're back in that top four. Otherwise, Carlton or Sydney get up and they're frog leaping us and there's probably a chance we're battling it out for fifth and sixth. So to stay yeah. in touch with that top four, this is what it's going to come down to. And Definitely. Down, unfortunately, yeah, well, yeah, it's it's all up to us. And then hopefully we got Bulldogs away, then West Coast at home, I think. So like yeah. at least we get a and little bit softer. Yeah. So look forward to it. Certainly worried. I'll be in a in the air on a plane. So I'll miss the whole thing. Refresh when I get in Where and you find out. Uh, down to Perth. Oh, you're coming here? Yeah, just a quick trip for the weekend for family stuff. Going to see uh, Winston, Winston Abraham. Winston so, Abraham, yeah, nice. Yeah, he not a football-related journey. Get a journey. bite of the, like, the big 100-kilo Cadbury or whatever. I should get him a retro jersey or something like yeah, that. Cement nice. him in Dockers colours. But Mark of the year, goal of the year. Um, it'll be a huge, huge night and a good occasion. But, man, we got to uh, – I think the fans – I think the they owe it to the fans maybe because, yeah, the Sydney one and um, even the Port one, like, got to, got to give back on what's been a good season. I think this will really I tick a lot so, of boxes. Yeah. Um, Punting-wise, mate um, – so obviously Enreach are our big sponsors. Coops from Enreach, Enreach.io, get your crypto from there. Um, good time to buy crypto. Uh, the highest save game multi that wins a indigenous jumper is was paying $83, which is just so ridiculous that that came in. Um, awesome bet by uh, a Carrington Jones. Um so if you can beat $83, you'll win a Guernsey. But I feel like that dude's definitely winning a Guernsey. He done um, well. In terms of our multi this week, <clears throat> so do we have to back Freo? I love that we're underdogs at the moment. Yeah, we're we just, definitely. Just under yeah. $2. Back well, we'll Freo, let... back Port, Sydney. So Freo at $1.98 versus Melbourne. Port at two twenty six versus Pies. Sydney at a dollar eighteen versus the Giants. 
do the Hawks beat Saint Nah Hawks dog I say. Yep. So let's go to Saints at dollar fifty eight. Do the dogs at Alphabet Stadium beat Geelong at three dollars thirty six, or was that a one hit wonder? I think that was a one hit wonder. If cool. We get dogs, I'm with that. Dogs. Adelaide think- Carlton. I'm sniffing a Carlton bed shit here. Yeah, we'll uh, go Adelaide. Oh, that's going to load up. Suns will beat the Eagles at Metricon. Lions are underdogs at the G. Yeah, I'm pretty keen on just slipping in Brisbane there. Yeah. And then Bombers North. That is a very big disparity. <laughs> so that's interesting. I, what happened uh, last week? What did the Roos do? Got flogged by Hawks by nearly yeah. 50 points. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, God. You almost just want to leave that game out, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go eight. We'll leave that game out. Yeah, it won't add anything because I, I will struggle to tip North Melbourne in that game. So we'll put another 20 on that. We get to 1,600 on this one, mate. Hopefully we hit one soon. Yeah, we're running out of time to buy those grand final tickets. Oh. Um, very good, mate. All right, well, shall we leave it there? Absolutely. All right, well, good luck to All everyone. Right. Hopefully Early you get to the game in joy. Yeah, we'll do. Hopefully, yeah, uh, you have a good flight, mate. Hopefully, when you what time does your flight leave? Broom, uh, not Broom, Headland. Uh twenty past six, I believe. <laughs> Literally, as bounce down happens, and it's a two-hour flight, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> That's good planning. Um, all right, bud. Maybe is it ever? Do you ever have those internet flights where you no. can buy? You can pay ten no. bucks and. Uh, I no, once watched the whole game on a plane. You paid oh, 10 or 15 so bucks yeah. and you had internet and you could stream and you, I yeah, streamed it back. through like KO or something. That was awesome. Mate, um, uh, unfortunately, you'll uh, you'll turn your phone on and you'll have about a 4,000 uh, um, WhatsApps. I look forward to text finding from out. Duck probably too. All right, mate. I'll talk to you soon anyway. Enjoy. See ya.